I'm Anthony Davis. This is Explained from 5-Minute News. <laughs> Here's the quote. Thank you. It's a formidable yeah, series. Take, 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 take the disgraced Fox News host Tucker Carlson interviewed the Russian president Vladimir Putin. It wasn't really an interview and wasn't really journalism. It was in reality a rambling half-hour lecture on the history of Russia and Ukraine, courtesy of Mr. Putin, who got some of his history wrong. I mean, in fact, you could argue he made most of it up. Tucker Carlson, frequently appearing bemused, listened as Putin expounded at length the origins of Russian statehood in the 9th century, Ukraine as an artificial state, and Polish collaboration with Hitler. Well, it's familiar ground for Putin, who penned a 5,000-word essay entitled On the Historical Unity of Russians and Ukrainians in 2021, which foreshadowed the intellectual justification the Kremlin offered for its invasion of Ukraine less than a year earlier. Well, historians believe that the litany of claims made by Putin are simply nonsense, representing nothing more than a selective abuse of history to justify the ongoing war in Ukraine. Regardless of the historical realities, none of Putin's assertions would form a legal justification for his invasion. And tragically, Tucker Carlson tried to position this as a momentous journalistic moment, claiming that no other Western journalist had dared interview the president of, of, of Russia. And that in itself is also entirely untrue. The the Kremlin gets regular requests for interview with Vladimir Putin. Invariably, it turns them all down because the networks, they think, will not report favourably on, on Putin. Well, that was not really an issue for Tucker Carlson because he himself has been spewing Russian propaganda on his Fox News show for years. And then that same propaganda is repackaged and played back to Russians on state television. So they have a nice agreement going on. And, and, and tragically, this is the reason why Donald Trump, a, a confidant and friend of Tucker Carlson, has positioned himself as a friend of Russia, claiming to befriend Vladimir Putin and that the way to handle dictators is to become one. So where does America stand when one of the most popular TV hosts, Tucker Carlson, albeit disgraced, is now casually interviewing and enjoying the company of a foe of the United States? What does it make Tucker Carlson? Does he become a, an enemy of the state? Will there be sanctions imposed against him? Well, Probably not. There was a fake story going around that Europe was planning on sanctioning Tucker Carlson because of this interview that he did with Putin. That story turned out not to be true. But the point is that there is concern here that Americans, especially MAGA Republicans, the kind of people that would watch Tucker Carlson, they are increasingly becoming more comfortable with the idea of Vladimir Putin as a friend and not a foe and that it seems that Carlson and Trump are seeking to paint Vladimir Zelensky and, and, the, and the sovereign nation of Ukraine as the enemy, and Putin and Russia as the friend. And 
Undoubtedly, if Donald Trump was to win back the presidency, he would simply hand jurisdiction of Ukraine to Vladimir Putin. That is how he plans on solving this within 24 hours. And then there's another component to this, and that is, of course, Elon Musk, because it was on Elon Musk's X or Twitter platform that Tucker Carlson chose to present this interview. Tens of millions of views shared by Elon Musk and many far-right nationalist users who are, again, trying to dilute the, the seriousness of the tenuous relationship between the United States and Russia. So we know whose side Tucker Carlson is on. We know whose side Donald Trump is on. The difference is that as a, an American, you have the choice in November to vote for a party that is offering to become a dictatorship like Russia or like North Korea and to support the horrific human rights abuses of these kinds of nations or to give the Democrats your vote who are seeking to maintain democracy in the US that is hanging on by a thread. I'm Anthony Davis. Click the links in the description below to become a member of the 5-Minute News community on YouTube or Patreon and help support independent, unbiased and essential news for the US and across the world. On the morning of August 1st, 1966, shots ring out from the observation deck of the clock tower on the University of Texas campus. It marks the infamous beginning of the modern era of mass shootings in America. You're listening to Stop the Killing podcast. Join us as we take you behind the crime scene tape to explain global mass shootings and mass attacks. I'm Sarah Ferris, but more importantly, this is Catherine Schweitz, the former head of the FBI's active shooter program. I spent five years as the FBI's top executive looking for answers to the mass shooting crisis. I've been at the shooting scenes. I've traced heroic acts of bravery and I've sat silently and listened to the heart-wrenching stories from survivors. Amongst this horror, there is hope. We all hold the key to stop the killing. You just need to know how to unlock the door. Download Stop the Killing and be part of the solution. Search Stop the Killing on Apple, Spotify, and all the usual suspects.